Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi, everybody, and a very warm welcome to episode number 30. I've got a short but important podcast episode for you today. I'm talking about all things weight loss motivation. So let's talk about your motive for embarking on your weight loss journey. When my clients reach out and inquire about working with me, they often say that they want help to be more motivated to lose weight. And I think they say this because they feel they know what they need to do to lose weight. And by that, they usually mean how they would need to be eating to lose weight. But they're frustrated because even though they know what to do, they're not doing it and they don't know why. And so they assume it's a lack of motivation that's the problem. So they think that if I can help them solve their motivation, then they're going to have a solution. The problem, of course, is that their problem is not what they think it is. They think the problem is that they can't stick to a diet because they've learned from years of on-off dieting that sticking to a diet feels awful, it's difficult, and not something that they feel they have control over. Because after all, if you're of a certain age and you've spent many decades of your life losing and regaining your weight, then you likely think you need a bucket load of motivation and willpower to lose weight because you need to brace yourself for feeling deprived and miserable as you battle with yourself about not being able to eat the things that you want to eat. And what I want to do at this point is direct their focus to show them that the problem isn't that they cannot stick to a diet, but it's that they haven't figured out why they're overeating in the first place. I help them see that the solution they're looking for is to have strategies for thinking differently allowing themselves to feel instead of eating their emotions, helping them to forgive themselves maybe for being overweight so they improve their relationship with themselves and also lots, lots more as well. And so why does this matter? Why does having a different approach to losing weight make a difference to how motivated you're going to need to be to be successful? It matters because your measure of motivation must be greater than the perceived negatives. And notice that I say perceived negatives because you get to decide how awful or difficult or boring or hard or even fun and easy your weight loss journey is. In podcast episode number 25, I talked about how to enjoy and not endure your weight loss journey. And I want to emphasize here is that when you do that, when you learn how to enjoy your weight loss journey so that you feel curious and compassionate and loving as you're losing weight, then you don't need to create as much motivation to be successful as you would do if you were enduring your journey because it felt difficult, unfair, maybe depriving. Having said all of that, we're still going to explore motivation here because the more tools you have to help you, the better. So what is motivation? Well, motivation is simply the reason or reasons for acting in a certain way. So what we would typically consider is what are the reasons why you want to lose weight? 
You might say it's so that you can feel better wearing certain clothes, so that you can be more socially confident, so that you can reduce your risk of type 2 diabetes. No one reason is better than any other. All that matters is the feelings your reason or reasons generate when you think about them. So just to clarify, your reasons are your thoughts and what's important is how you feel when you think them because the feelings, your emotions, are your fuel for doing or not doing the things that will enable you to lose weight. Two people can have the same reasons and for one person those reasons will keep them motivated and committed and for the other person they won't. That's because they feel differently when they think about their reasons. The number of reasons is also irrelevant. So one person may have one reason that works for them and another person may have 10 reasons, but none of them help them in the moment when they're choosing between the fish and chips or the salad. So I encourage you to spend time exploring your reasons for wanting to lose weight and your reasons for wanting to lose weight permanently. Come up with an initial list and then ask yourself why each of them is important. Ask yourself how you will benefit. Ask yourself who else will benefit. How will different areas of your life be impacted? Keep writing and questioning and uncover as many levels of reason as possible. So what I mean by this is when you say to yourself that you want to lose weight because you want to be able to go into certain clothes shops that you like and buy the clothes that you want to. Ask yourself, once you've written down that reason, ask yourself, why do you want to be able to do that? What is important to you about being able to buy those particular clothes in that particular shop? Ultimately, you're looking for how it will make you feel. What are you going to be making it mean? Um, That's what I mean by uncovering the different layers of reasons. Once you've got all your reasons, read them through again. And as I said, see how you feel when you think about each of them. Notice which feelings are most loving and notice which feelings are most powerful. I also encourage you to explore your reasons for not wanting to lose weight. These may be more difficult to think of initially because your brain wants to tell you, of course, that you don't want to not want to lose weight. Of course, why wouldn't you? You know, why would you want to stay the weight that you are? And I think this illustrates one of the challenges with our thoughts about being motivated to lose weight. When we think about being motivated, We think about the end goal. We don't consider thoughts to help us to be motivated in the moment when we take the little steps that are going to help us achieve that goal. Essentially, achieving your goal of permanent weight loss can be broken down into thousands of decisions. Every single decision to eat or not eat, or to eat this versus that, or to plan this versus that, to shop for this versus that, In each of those moments, your reasons for wanting permanent weight loss are going to feel somewhat far removed. Your brain is going to tell you that the one decision you're faced with making in the moment won't make a difference. And so what I encourage you to do next is to consider your reasons why you want to do all of the things that will help you lose weight permanently. So this is really about breaking everything down, all of those different skills, different steps, everything that is a part of the process. Now, if you're working with me, this will be all of the things to help you create a relationship with food and yourself and your life that will result in permanent weight loss. And there are a few core areas that we look at. And so I thought it would be useful to talk through a couple of those with example reasons as to why you may want to do it. These reasons become your motivation. 
So it's about breaking down the lofty goal of permanent weight loss into things that you can do to help you achieve that by focusing on creating motivation for everything in the moment. For example, the first one may be understanding how your body and brain keep you eating refined carbohydrates. And your reason for wanting to do that may be to understand either so that you can have compassion with yourself, so that you can see you're not overweight because you don't have enough discipline or willpower, or your reason might be wanting to understand so that you can learn how to override your biological programming. Another example might be your reasons for creating your own food framework rather than following a prescribed diet. And your reasons might look like wanting to discover that you know more than you think you do about what works for you. Or another reason might be that you see that you always get to choose because that feels empowering. Or it might be seeing that you get to discover the right balance between eating for fuel and nourishment versus eating for pleasure that is going to enable you to lose weight so that you can see that you can have you know, chocolate, the glass of wine, the crisps, whatever it is that you really like. It's all about getting the balance right for you. And you may want to find similar motivating thoughts as to why you want to food plan, such as it enables you to use your brain more effectively, or you might want to remind yourself that food planning is going to save you time. Now, I appreciate that if you're new to this podcast, then you likely won't know too much about what I'm suggesting here. And so if that's the case for you, please do go back and listen to the earlier episodes. What I am hopefully illustrating is that the more you can break down your reasons to be meaningful you in the day to day or all the decisions you are making, the more motivating your reasons will be in a way that will truly help you. One more thing before I go today, I would also love you to consider, and that is whether you are using both carrot and stick motivations or at least the one that works best for you. Are you better motivated by the promise of how great things will be when you lose weight or how awful they will be if you don't? Explore this for yourself. You will likely tend to focus on one or the other. So if you notice you're focusing on wanting to lose weight so that you don't get certain health problems, then I really encourage you to think not only about the problems you will be avoiding, but also all of the benefits you will be achieving such as it could be improved energy, improved sleep, just knowing how much better your body is going to feel when you're eating lots of healthy and nourishing food, all of those things. And if you tend to only focus on the positives, then remind yourself of the negatives that you will be avoiding too. So if you're focusing on how great it's going to feel when you've lost your weight, then remind yourself of what you will be avoiding on the negative side as well. And knowing your reasons for achieving your overall goal as well as for wanting to eat what you intend to today isn't a one-time exercise. The more you can remind yourself of these reasons, the more useful they will be to you. Even reasons that feel incredibly important to you when you focus on them, such as listening to this podcast, doing some of the things that I'm suggesting here, all of those reasons will be easily forgotten in the moment. So the more frequently you can review them, the closer to hand you have them, the better. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening and I will see you next week. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, 
lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life group coaching mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.